Hello, magical women. Hello. Ah, so I was awoken at dawn, much before sunrise. I guess it was pre-dawn. It was still dark. And this is about the only time that I have nobody talking at me or needing something from me. So I knew when the cat awoke me that I was supposed to stay awake and connect. And this morning, my intention was to connect with the Great Mother, um, who is definitely coming through right now as the Magna Mata. Um, and this is a pre-Greek influence Roman goddess um, that really was kind of the pervasive mother in their patriot in their pantheon. Um, and yet there wasn't, there's no history of it whatsoever. And as I'm doing and digging and researching, I'm realizing that the Roman pantheon in and of itself did not actually have written um rites or rituals or stories for their pantheon until they were influenced by Greek gods and goddesses. Um, and what is coming through in my channeled writing about this past life that I experienced is that there was no god or goddess uh, for the great mother. And so the magna mater had to disappear. And so it's an interesting story. There's no backings or evidence of it besides the fact that the Roman uh, religions in and of themselves did not have any history written prior to the Greeks kind of letting them know that this is how they share their stories and things like that. Um, so I was channeling and communing with the Great Mother or the Magna Mater this morning and there was this aspect that has come through so many of my channelings, so many of my magical mother automatic writings, and it was about play. And play is so vital. Play is the missing link to our ability to truly remember our magical self. And I got a full cellular download of that this morning that we have forgotten how vital play is. And I would even say that I was getting bored of play. I, I had stopped enjoying playing board games. I had stopped enjoying playing Legos or Barbies or building forts and sitting in there and I played and this is something that is interesting because I personally played with my toys until I was about 14 and then when people were like yeah you're still playing with toys I just ramped up my babysitting jobs that I could continue to play until I was 23 I was a full-time babysitter and nanny and I played all the time. Um, I played washing other people's dishes. I played doing their laundry for them. I played with their kids. I, I played. And life was truly that. It was playful. Um, when I 
in stopped when I like got my degree and I went into massage therapy school, my play really shifted. I didn't feel like I could play anymore. I was an adult now. Um, I had to focus. I had to have a real job. I had to work and I had to make money. And that really was to my own detriment. Like I failed for years and I didn't make any money, not enough to like sustain myself on my own anyway, without working multiple jobs. And so when I had kids, there was an interesting shift that happened because now I was stuck in this aspect of play and yet I did it in such a controlling and regimented my cat is knocking over my thing. Sorry. Uh, and becoming a mother really solidified this programming that life is hard, life is work. You're now a mother, which is really just an indentured servant. In my cellular being, there was no room for play or for freedom, truly, if I had the neediness of others around me. And I'm sharing this, my friend Linda, I mentioned in the, the other day, really helped me unravel a lot of the emotional aspects, but also this aspect of, uh, I refuse to like, latch on, latch onto that cliche of I need to be a good mom, like, I was reading Braiding Sweetgrass and she says that quite a few times of being a good mom and being needed. And I'm like, Ugh, no, thank you. That is not what I want. <laughs> nope. And finally today, getting that message from the Magna, Magna Mater was this aspect of in ritual, in rhythm, our magical selves are truly playing. And when we are taking life so seriously that we can't even process what play is and what it means, that is our biggest disconnect. And this morning was like a, oh, and um, I wrote for about an hour and then I got this message of like, go sleep, go integrate this into yourselves because this is so vastly different of a vibration than what you've been living at. And I had this feeling of recalibrating to at least the cellular structure of my 14 year old self where play was still alive. Imagination was still there. And writing this book is really a playful act for me of just letting my, my thoughts and my channeling and my imagination and my dreaming. And as I'm writing this book, I'm watching this book happen in my mind's eye as if I'm reading it. And it's just really amazing and so there's this aspect of really seeing very clearly that the things that are thriving in my business are the things that I play. <laughs> like I play harvest plants. Like that is how I play. That is how I find joy. But I work when I'm doing sessions and when I'm doing this and I'm and I realize 
so implicitly the aspects and the dangers to that now. Like the things in our life that we're working really hard at will not work. The things that we do that are just playful, that we don't give all of our identity to, and that just come so naturally to us, and we can just play with them, and we don't mind failing, we're just having fun, we're just trying to figure it out, those are the things that will always take hold. And I'm seeing that more and more so in my own being, and even in this Facebook Live, unraveling so much of this aspect of what play truly, truly is. So um, for me, interestingly enough, as a full-time babysitter or nanny for some families, I got paid to play. <laughs> like that was what I got paid to do. And I was able to live very, you know, frivolously um, in college because that's how I, I made my money. And so there is this aspect, there's this institutionalized thinking. And for me, I've been extracting myself every day from institutionalized thinking and institutions themselves, such as the school system, the, the work system, the corporate, you know, but yet I still shop at Walmart and Amazon. And so I'm still plugged in. I'm still using Facebook, obviously. So there's all of these aspects of how do we extract ourselves from this system that doesn't nurture a sense of play, but in, insists on fulfilling our lives with meaningless things. Because the more we buy, the more stuff we have around us, the emptier we actually feel versus truly having this awareness of what is meaningful, what actually gives us these insights, what actually fuels us. And that's nature. Nature is what is our greatest connection. When we source our food back to a source of nature, when we source our um, emotional regulation back to a place of nature, there is something so profound. And good morning, Amber. Good morning, Regina. Welcome. So in this aspect of play, when we think of play, we, and this is what I was doing when my kids were little, when I got this message, because I've gotten, like I said, I've gotten the message to play for years and years and years. But when I got the channeled message to play before, it was, I have to add play to my list. <laughs> and I think about it now and it makes me laugh. But when you have littles, and their life is so overwhelming already. And there's so many things that you have to do that you're just not even capable of doing in a day. And then you add in and you got to play too. And it's like, oh my, how am I going to do this? But that's not what, it's not what, that's not what my guides are saying. That's not what spirit is saying. That's not what the great mother is saying. The great mother is saying everything is play play washing the dishes, play making food. What did you do when you were little? Like I remember having a set of plastic play dishes that I loved washing. 
I remember pretending to make food, mud pies all the time. I loved making earth food. And I found that I still love making earth food. When I gather food from my garden, there is something magic about making food from that not so much going to the store and pulling things off the sh there's a void there's a disconnect but when i pull a spaghetti squash from out underneath my little homemade root cellar area and i cut it up and i know that this is from my garden there is a connection and the food that i make tastes better and it is better because it is real and my own vibration is more of a sense of connection and play so I'm not asking you to add something else to your list. I'm asking you to wipe your list clean and then put all the things that you are going to play. And for me, writing is really something that I'm loving doing. I've always been a writer. Ever since I was a little girl, I had journals upon journals of written things. And so I'm realizing that the writing is pulling me back into that space of play and imagination. And so in what ways can you connect with play? And I was thinking about all the things that needed to get done here on the property. Um, we have a building and the root cellar that we're digging out needs to be dug out more and all of that dirt filling in and leveling the main floor. And I, this has been a daunting task of like, oh my gosh, we have to go and dig more. And this morning when I was thinking of all the ways that I could implement play, I went, I get to play in the mud. I get to play in the dirt. I'm going to get clothes on that I don't mind getting muddy and dirty. And I get to go play. And then I get to play house. And then I get to play decoration. And then I get to play all of these things. And Travis has really been showing my husband we put up this little canvas tent outside of the bus door to keep heat in from the wood stove to warm the bus as well as to help the cold not going into the bus. And it's been working amazing. And he's laid pallets down and rugs and like put chairs in there and said I needed to bring my little pedestal washstand and he has been really playing house and he's like i feel like a kid again where i'm like decorating my fort and with that energy life shifts because when we are the servants and the the keepers of the hearth and we have these serious roles of keeping our children safe and when we have these expectations of ourselves living up to this certain standard i don't even know whose standard it is probably our mothers and when we're doing stuff to just do it there is this grinding this void this sucking of energy that is happening so no wonder we're exhausted. No wonder we're depleted. No wonder we don't know what we're meant to be doing. And ultimately, when we think about things that we need to do to make money, this is a big thing. Um, I've done business coaching in the past, 
And it's an interesting aspect because when we look at ways that we can make money, it's always the things that bring us the most amount of joy and that we just play with that typically bring in the most amount of money. Um, and it, it, it will be completely unique to us. That is really the thing. If you're doing things that you know thousands of other people are doing, or if you go to a craft fair and there's six booths already with those items in there, then that's not necessarily your unique calling. I truly believe that there is something for everyone, that if you have been looking for these aspects, there's something that is truly unique to you. And not that crystals and herbal medicines, there's tens of thousands of people that do that. Um, yet the way that I do it is unique. And I do it because it brings me so much joy. And I have a lot of people look at what I do and they go, well, you're making money from it. So I want to learn how to do that. And that is not the right aspects or reasons to learn how to do anything. And so that's why for me, massage therapy didn't really work because it was so hard on my body. And it, it was, it was only to make money. Um, it made people feel better, but not long-term and it didn't help regenerate their cells. So there's an interesting aspect of really being present to what is. And what is it that sounds even remotely like play? Maybe there's only one thing and you're like, oh, I just want to play being able to go meditate or I just want to be able to like play sleeping. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter what it is. What is it that sounds like the most amount of fun to you? And if sleeping's on the top of the list, make sure to include a nap. Like if things are hard and things are just not easy right now and play seems like just an added thing to your to-do list like it did so many years ago for me. I had to get this message year after year after year after year. And this morning it finally clicked as to what this message is truly sharing with me. So I've said it for so many years and I think it was being channeled through me, start with the dishes. Start by playing dishes. If this is something that you do, play dishes, play cooking, play. Don't take it so seriously. Don't look at it as like, damn it, there's another full sink of dishes that I have to do and nobody does them. I'm just saying for my own, this is something that spews out of my mouth um, when I'm really not feeling the dishes. And so as you look at these things that have to get done around you, in what ways can you shut down the aspect of being a martyr? I'm a three. So I definitely have the martyr, like, woe is me. I have to do, I'm in my human design. Like I'm always, you know, I have to do everything. I'm the servant. I'm blah, blah, blah. Like that is where I can go to. Yet, I know that I can also 
have the capacity to switch that around and find after all the ways of trying to do things prior that didn't work out, I know that play will work. And that is what I meant to share with others is I've tried the suffering. I've tried the flailing. I've tried failing so many times. And if you make a list of things that you truly, that will truly bring you joy, that you just want to play, not for money, not for somebody else, but for yourself, what does that look like? And that in and of itself will transform your life, just as it has been doing mine as I've been implementing this for years, even though I didn't quite fully understand it until this morning. And it's always an unraveling. So I might've understood it to some degree when I got this message six years ago and five years ago, I understood it differently then. And when I was on the road, I understood it very differently because play was possible, so possible. Play was constant. And yet it was also very stressful being on the road. Um, and so there is aspects of really being present to what will truly light up your innocence of play. Uh, Regina says, thank you so much for this message this morning. I really needed to hear it today. Thank you so much for being here and for letting me know. I love hearing these messages of just things resonating when I'm sharing as this is, you know, sometimes me just talking to myself on these mornings. So having you create intimacy and respond to me is something that just I love. And this is a huge part of my play. I, I look forward to my moon magic alarm going off every day so that I can come play for 30 minutes with the women here. And then I can play making my planner page. And then I get to continue to play when people respond on Discord or through the Patreon or through the comments here. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amber shares, um, I need to learn this. <laughs> no, you need to remember this. Um, the whole, uh, I'm the, who is me? And these things that needs to be done is so overwhelming. Yeah, I've forgotten how to be a child. I forgot how to play. I need my inner child back. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, inner child work, even just a single session is probably some of the most profound work that I do. Because when you connect to that inner child aspect of yourself, the remembering unravels so quickly. Uh, and so there is that is something that is so needed. And it was definitely a part of my own journey of remembering who I am. Because often the adults that we are are just programmed versions of ourselves and the pre seven pre age seven is really where we had the most amount of magic still um mine i very much remember ended at four um i have a very distinct memory of not being able to be my magical self anymore at four and so there was a chasm that happened in my own being um, from really being able to access all the magic that I had and then a moment that is after that. So um, Amber, yes, I told myself I would never be like this, but here we are. Absolutely, I totally understand. And I think there's so many moms 
that can resonate with that. Like I swore I would never yell at my, it's just, and I have a very distinct pre and post because I was a nanny and a babysitter until I had kids. Like I treated other people's children so differently than I treated my own. And yet I was getting paid and I could clock out and I had my own life and I was not in it 24 seven. And so I give myself a lot of grace because we don't get a break. We are in this job 24 seven for years on end with no end in sight. So there is something really vital to understanding that. And that is why play is so important because you can play and play and play and play all day and never get exhausted. You're worn out at the end of day and you sleep amazing because you've played. And I often think that as women, especially, we think that we need to work out more, or we think that we need to be in this regimented regime of like working out and doing all of this stuff. But if we were to just play, when I was on the road, I was 20 pounds lighter because all I did was play. I was out exploring and looking around and running alongside my kids' bikes. And um, there was so much exploration to be had. And for me, that is a form of play. And so now that I have this land, I'm so excited to create this space of really being present to understanding and getting to know every little spot that there is in this space. Um, Good morning, Alexandra. Welcome. So there is something incredibly magical and incredibly special. Excuse me. To this aspect of play. So let me know what you are going to play today. Let me know in what ways play has been absent in your life and in what ways you maybe see a glimpse of how it could shift things for you. So thank you so much for being here. I look forward to, um, (laughs) Amber says I definitely miss being able to clock out to sleep uh, due to baby. I used to babysit also definitely going to get in touch with you probably when we're back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there is an aspect of really being able to connect in this way. So thank you, Amber. Thank you, Regina, for your sharing. Um, Like I said, I really enjoy the conversation that comes from these Facebook lives. Otherwise I'm just talking at myself and that's not much fun playing. I mean, I'll do it all day but I enjoy playing with others at times. (laughs) So thanks so much for being here and I will see you all tomorrow.